What's going on, guys, and welcome back to a brand new episode of the Let's Talk Fast podcast. I'm your host, Adam Martin, more commonly known as the No Breakfast Guy, and I hope you're doing what you love with the people that you love, and let's just jump straight into it. Welcome back to another week. Hope you're all well. Hope you're having a fantastic day. Um, The sun is absolutely beating down here in Perth, and it is glorious uh, considering that this is meant to be uh, winter, but by the time this comes out, I think it's going to be pouring down with rain, so who knows where we're going to be, but... I have to say that uh, I'm enjoying the weather here over in the west since we moved from Melbourne, as I see Melbourne uh, go through yet another cold and wintry day. But uh, you're not here to get a weather report from me, even even though I was called Rob Gel when I was in uh, high school, because I was never uh, far away from telling people how uh, the weather was going to be. But um, I guess that kind of leads into today's uh very loosely. I don't even think that I can draw even draw uh, something between the two, but very loosely. You'll understand what I mean by that when I get to it. But uh, if you've clicked on the title of this podcast, you will have uh, already seen that uh, I titled it, How to Help Your Loved Ones Achieve Their Fat Loss Goals. And I think this comes from a number of conversations I have with clients and a lot of, I guess, scenarios I've seen play out between husbands and wives I've worked with or partners that I've worked with or very close friends um, that I've worked with uh, over the years. And at the core of it, most of what we try and do for others comes from a place of wanting them to be better, feel better, have a healthier relationship with themselves, with the food they do, the exercise they do. If they're trying to lose weight, you're trying to help them lose weight. If they're trying to start a business, you want to be there to support, to, to support them and give them advice and things like that. And as I said, for the most part, everything that we try and do in life comes from a good place. It comes from a place of wanting to help. But I think more often than not, the actions that people take to help others in a roundabout way is actually a very selfish thing that we're trying to do. And so it doesn't help. And I'm sure many of you can probably relate in that if you've had a husband that you've tried to help lose weight or you know you've seen their health some you know a close friend's health suffering you try and help them get better <clears throat> excuse me and so what this podcast is more about is how to actually achieve help for someone that you love and how you can go about it so that you can be a support network for them and appear to them as to be a support network rather than for lack of a better word, a dictator trying to tell them what they need to do and what they have to do and that they almost don't have a say in the situation. And this is where I see the biggest, I guess, mistake a lot of people make is that a lot of people tell people what they should be doing rather than being an inspiration for change, a an example of what living the way that you're living can actually help them achieve. And so <clears throat> I want to take a big step back and kind of go back to and share a story with you when it was uh, my sister who had been you know, dealing with obesity and uh, her weight issues for most of her or a lot of her life. And I guess the mistakes I made and what I learned from that and how that relationship there in how I actually eventually made the move to help my sister in the best way I can and see her lose some weight and start making some you know, real progress in her relationship with herself, her relationship with the food, and her weight uh, itself actually having some, um, you know, good results moving forward, is that I was always that brother who, you know, was, you know, protective of my sister, but wanted the best for her. And when my mother came 
you know, to me saying, you know, we've got to help her out. What what can you do? I'd always up until that point basically just told her what she should do or what I believed that she should do. And you can imagine what that sounds like coming from an older brother. It sounds like an older brother telling her younger telling his younger sister what to do. And, you know, any siblings out there will probably very quickly relate in that on um, I guess anyone in life, no one likes being told what to do. If you think about any time that you, be it at work, at home, by a friend, a loved one, or whoever it is, if you've been told what to do, how likely are you that you're actually going to do it? You know, if you're having trouble with your with your weight loss and you're trying to lose some weight and someone tells you what they think you need to do, how likely are you to follow through with that? You know, your best friend Susie comes in and says, now, you need to stop eating so much food. You must start exercising more. You scroll on social media too much. You should stop that. You're not eating the right foods. You should eat these foods. See how horrible that sounds? If And I'm sure that you've all heard those. Maybe you've used those words for people as well. And as I said, I know it might come from a positive place of wanting to help that person. But as you can hear it and as you hear those words coming out of my mouth, you can understand that that's not helping anyone in any way, shape, or form. And so what I wanted to give today is a couple of little tips that helped me with my sister, but then helped me become a much more empathetic, and that in there is going to be one of our key words that we're going to use today, but a much more empathetic coach and someone that fosters a trust um, in my clients that they can come to me completely um, trusting and knowing that there is not a single ounce of judgment that's coming from me and that I'm only going to be there as an encouraging force. Now, there are different people in this world, and I must say that as a caveat, in that some people do respond. It's a very small percentage, but some people do respond with a hard-ass, hard-line type approach. But they are very much in the minority. The majority of people are going to respond much more if you can give them a trusting environment. And the best way to give a trusting environment is to give trust first. If you're not giving that person that you're trying to help out, again, whether it's a loved one, whether it's a sibling, whether it's a best friend, if you're not giving them trust first in that I trust you and the decisions you make, that they're going to be the decisions that are going to give you what you want and will help you live your life as you want to live it. And until you can give that trust 100% without any hesitation of them thinking, "Mm, do they truly trust me? Are they actually behind me and encouraging me and supporting me? You will never get any trust from that person and they will never listen to anything that you have to say because they don't trust you. And so why, if you were to be walking down the street and you've got this untrusting person trying to sell you something or tell you to do something, if you have no trust in that person, of course you're not going to listen to them. And so first and all, you must give trust first if you are to get trust uh, in in return. But the number one thing that you can do, and this is what helped my sister, and this is what's going to help anyone that you want to see succeed on their journeys. And that's what it must must remember. It's their journey, not your journey. And this can be incredibly difficult to do because you want to intervene. You want to see this person be better. And if they're suffering from, you know, 
health issues related to, <clears throat> excuse me, health issues related to the actions that they're currently taking, be that mental health issues, be that physical health issues because of their weight or their inactivity or the foods they're eating or the actions that they're taking, whatever it might be. If you see that loved one of yours suffering because of those, it can be a really hard thing to stand by and feel like you're not doing anything. And that want to intervene and get in there and actually do something is very, it's it's instinctive in most human beings that we want to you know, alleviate the suffering of the people that we really love. But I promise you, the quickest way that you can help that person is by living your best life through your best eyes and being that inspiration for change for that person to see. Now, in any kind of you know business 10x guru kind of you know master your business and master your life type health coaches and gurus and whatever they want to call themselves out there, they'll always talk about we are the sum of the av- or the no the average of the five whatever the kind of thing, but the average of the five people that we are mostly around. <clears throat> so the kind of actions we take, the kind of you know. I guess personality that we're going to have, the the way we look on life, the way we the behaviors we have, the interactions we have are all going to be basically the average of the sum of the five people that we spend our most of our time around. Now, if you're mostly around negative people, people who always blame others for things that are coming in life, all those kind of negative downers, then it's little wonder that we're also going to be that type of person. We're going to be a negative person. We're going to always blame others. We're going to think the world's out to get us. But if we're around really positive people, active people, fit people, people who eat well, take care of themselves, both physically and mentally, and all of those different positive aspirations in our lives, then it's little wonder that we're more likely to be positive and want to um, you know, intervene ourselves into activities that are health-promoting around our health uh, around our health and well-being. And so why I say that you need to be the inspiration for change, if you are someone that's very important in this person's life and you're one of their five people they spend most time around and you are someone who gets up early and is energetic and is positive and living life well and eating well and is just a general, I guess, positivity beam of light, then they're going to see that. That is going to rub off. Now, it might not rub off tomorrow. It might not rub off next month. It might not even rub off in the next 12 months. But I can assure you that if you are living your best life and you're happy and giving off those positive vibes that you're truly loving life and it's not just an act, you're truly enjoying what you do and what you surround yourself with, that you will draw that energy into those people that are around you as well. And if that is that loved one, I promise you, and I've seen it play out time and time and time again, always in the positive that if you want to give the best help for that person that you can in their life, you need to live your best life. Now, this is kind of putting a big trust again in in the process that this will play out, but it's not always going to. And at the end of the day, this is their life. You must let them make their own decisions, whether that's your own child, as said, your loved one, a family member, it's their life. You don't get to decide how that life plays out, regardless to whether you believe what they're doing is wrong or right. So go about living your life, living it as best as you can, 
and draw them into your life through that positivity. And as I said, I've seen it play out time and time again with clients of mine who come to me talking about their spouse that they wish they you know could help you know get um, healthier and do better or start eating better or you know, exercising more or whether it's uh, you know a parent wanting to get their kids more active or moving more or doing more or engaging more around their health and well-being or whether it's a friend. So Adam, I've got this friend that I just I just wish she would you know exercise more. I wish she'd come out running with me, and I, I know she'd feel better for it. I know you do, but you just have to keep living your life. And there will be a time, a moment in time, when that person will reach out. It'll be very small, but that moment you then need to be ready to be supportive and non-judgmental of. That moment might be something as small as just asking a simple question about what's on your plate of food there. Hey, Jenny, what what are you eating there? It could be something so small like that. And that's when you could engage and, oh, I've chosen to go for whatever it might be. There's that conversation that starts to begin to flow where they're starting to think about engaging in health-promoting factors where they're looking at the food. They might not have ever questioned the food that they're eating. They just pick whatever they want off the menu and not really kind of think about it. Whereas here's that moment where they're now opening to you and engaging rather than you turning around and looking at them and seeing that they've got fish and chips on the plate and you've ordered this nice, good, nutrient-dense salad that you go, ooh, do you think you should be having that fish and chips? You know, it would be better if you had the salad. Think about how much more likely the person is to actually engage positively with you if you went with the first approach where you're just having your meal, you're encouraging, you're out with friends, you're enjoying your time and you've been just living your happy, healthy life and this person engages with you and asks you about that meal as opposed to you telling them that they shouldn't be having what they are having currently. So I, it's it's the number one thing of... You, you came to this podcast because of the title saying how to help your loved ones achieve their fat loss goals. You might have been coming to this podcast thinking though that I'm going to give you a list of do this, do this, do this, do this, and you're going to help the people in your life. The number one piece of advice I'm giving you here is do nothing. Live your life as best as you can. And I promise you that if that person is someone that's important in your life and you are important in their life, that you are someone that you spend, you know, you are someone that they spend, you know, some time around it. That you are one of those five people that are in their life and are positive on their life. If you are living that positive life yourself, it will rub off on them. And as I said before, and I opened up this one, is that you know, if you want trust from that person that they're going to listen to you when they actually do engage with you then you have to give that back to them as well. You have to give them that environment or that feeling that they can 100% trust you that should they want to engage with this conversation to better their health or better their business or whatever they're, you know, whatever you're, um, we're coming to this. I know the podcast is about fat loss and health and well-being, but it can work in any situation. And I've seen it work in multiple different situations in that you just need to live your life as best as you can. Give them that feeling that they can trust you Give them that feeling that you're never going to judge them, that you're there to encourage them, that you're there to support them. And only, this is the last big point I'm going to make on this podcast, is that only give your opinion when it is asked for. I think this goes for every moment in life. And geez, I tell you what, what's that What's that saying? Uh, opinions are like assholes. Everyone's got one. We all have opinions on things. And my God, with the world of social media, they everyone thinks that it's their right to share that opinion. But at the end of the day, when it comes to someone that's in your life, 
if they haven't asked you for something, don't give it. Just on the presumption you think that, oh, I think my opinion in this situation could help this person. They didn't ask for it, so don't give it to them. It's a really big one, and it can be really difficult. And that's a particular one. I'm pretty sure it was Simon Sinek I heard from that, and it came from, I don't know if it was a, a TED Talk he did or an interview or a podcast, and it, it, it was something around titled why, why um, you know, why officers, what was it, why officers in the army eat last or something like that. But basically to kind of come full circle on what, it, what he was trying to get across is that he said it can be an incredibly difficult thing. Most people just can't do it. Is that when someone else is talking, to not interject, to not give you an opinion, to not even give a sign that you agree or disagree, to sit there stone cold and listening to that person. And only then, at the very end, should that person engage with you to then give your opinion on it. If you're not asked for it, don't give it. Don't give it an agreeance. Don't give it a, a not. You know, if that person says their piece, whatever, and then they say, what do you think? Then, of course, you, you've just been engaged in that conversation. You're not just interjecting yourself in and giving your opinion, even though it hasn't been asked for. And so if you can abide by those, which, as I said, I know it's difficult because from the heart of heart, it comes from a place where you want to want to help. I wanted to help my sister endlessly. I saw what the weight that she was gaining was doing to her health. I could see her affecting her health on a mental place, on a physical place. And I wanted to intervene. I wanted to help her out. I didn't want her suffering. But me getting in there and saying, you should be moving more. You shouldn't be eating all of those um, you know, highly processed things and those highly calorie-dense type things. You should be having these things. It was falling on deaf ears because she didn't want to hear it. She wasn't asking for my opinion. All she was wanting is my support and my love and my encouragement of what she was doing, however small that might have been at that time. But when she then engaged with me, when she saw... You know, obviously my social media presence starting to grow and things like this and I was living happy and living life and all those different things. She engaged with me. She's asked, Adam, what can I do? My health is really suffering. I'd love your support and I'd love your encouragement. I'd love your advice. What can I do here? Perfect. There was that olive branch she was reaching out for. It may have taken her years and years and years, but she wasn't in a place where she could trust me. I was her brother. She didn't want to come to my come to me because she could have thought that I was just going to be that punk head brother that um, we grew up with where we teased each other and we mucked around with each other and you know we didn't have that lovey-dovey type uh, relationship as most brothers and sisters do when they're growing up but there came a point in life where she goes you know what I can trust my brother this is what he does I really value his opinion he seems happy he seems healthy I might ask him and it's going to be the same for you with anyone that is in your life that you really value that you really care for stop giving them your opinion, stop telling them what to do, lead by example by you living your best life. And I promise you at some point, they will open up and they will ask for that olive branch. And so as I said, it might not have been the answer you thought I was going to be giving when I came to this podcast today, but I promise you it is the answer to all of your questions around how can you help someone in your life achieve their fat loss goals or that loved one improve their health, be that again, physical or mental, or be it your kids. If your kids are struggling at the moment, how can you help them most? I'm no parenting expert. I'm still very early days in my parenting uh, life, but this is the kind of 
parenting that I'm going to do moving forwards. I'm going to just provide a really trusting environment where my girls can feel like they can come to daddy at any point at any time with zero judgment. I'm still working on that because, of course, it's human nature that I'm going to disagree with some of the things that she does. I'm not going to always agree with the way that the girls act, but I have to come to it completely judgmental free so they can be trusting of me and always open up to me. And that when they ask for that help, when they ask for that opinion, I can give it. So this wasn't meant to turn into a parenting episode, but I guess there are some there are some crossovers that will uh, certainly play out there. And I know a lot of you uh, listening in on this podcast are parents. I know a lot of you are very much like myself, you know, young parents who are trying to find a way in the world. And so I hope this is of value to you as well. Maybe it, uh, it does cross over from helping people uh, that you love lose weight to helping our kids live their best life as well. But as always, guys, I really do hope you enjoyed uh, this podcast. Again, another punchy short one. Um, you know, the feedback continues to be really great, and that's great. And so I'm really thankful that you guys are enjoying this. I'm going to keep uh, these punchy type podcasts coming through. If you've got any, you know, I guess, questions, here I am asking, you know, do you uh, want to engage here? If you've got any questions you want answered, you know, you want, you think something could be done into a podcast with, you know, some, uh, I guess, uh, expanded uh, views on of where I'm I'm coming from or any particular help at all, let me know because I'd love to, uh, I'm always looking for more content that I can provide for you guys that are of value. So that'd be lovely. Let me know um, if I can be of help in any way, just let me know. But guys, that's been another episode of the Let's Talk Fast podcast. As always, if you loved it, give it a five-star rating. It certainly really helps. It definitely helps me out. And if you can, spend 30 seconds just to put in a little comment and review because that certainly helps me out and lets me know that I'm doing a good job and that I should keep heading on the right direction. Um, But also let me know if you don't like what I'm doing. You know, flick me an email at some point and say, Adam, I'm not liking this direction or I'm I like, I'm, I'm open to all kind of uh, comments and I'm more than happy to hear them because I just want to give the best value and content I can. So guys, I love you all. I hope you're well. Have a fantastic day. Have a fantastic week. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, love it and do it with a happy big smile. So have a fantastic day. Have a fantastic weekend and I'll talk to you next week. Bye.